0: everybody and welcome to episode 289 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today I'm here with Sue. Sue lives in Ontario, Canada, where she is a retired teacher. She taught elementary school for 30 years. So I know Sue and I could actually have a whole episode of talking about (laughs) school for an hour, but we won't do that to y'all. What do you think? easily. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sue, you're somebody that I know from the community. I've been following you in the Delay on not community for a while. So I can't wait to have you tell your story to the world today. But you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that?
1: Okay, so I've been overweight my entire life that I remember. And in 2018, I was 52. And they like us to go for a colonoscopy at 50. So I kind of put it off a couple of years and I made my appointment at the clinic. When I went there, they said, we can't do your colonoscopy here. You have to have yours done at a hospital because your BMI is too high oh. and it would be potentially dangerous for us to do it here. So that was a shocker. So I um, looked it up and, you know, they worry about your heart stopping your you know, and they don't have that. So. That was a real shock. I went I out bet. and sat in the parking lot, and I called my sister and said, like, I'm too fat to get my colonoscopy. Like, they think I might die. Wow. Not that I thought I would die, but I'm like, just to have them say that to you is shocking. So I knew I had to do something, but shortly we were going on a trip. We went on a cruise to Europe with my husband's side of the family, and it was fantastic. I've set, set, put some of my pictures in the DDD community of standing by the ship rail in this giant moo dress, right? But one day, we went to Rome as well for a week with that cruise, and I was walking around with my husband, it was just the two of us, and we got back to our Airbnb, and I said to him, okay, I was the fattest person in Rome today, and he kind of laughed. I said, no, really, I saw maybe one other, clearly a tourist, super blonde-haired woman that was as big as I am, so at that time, I was two, I'm five foot two, and I was 235 pounds.
0: You know, I, I used knew. to do that, what you just yeah. said. I used to yeah. look around and see if I was the biggest person or not the biggest mm-hmm. person. And mm-hmm. I don't know. That might sound crazy to people who have never done that. But yeah. if there was something comforting in not being the biggest person in the room. But whenever yeah. I was
1: the biggest person in the room, I felt it the whole time. Yes, yeah. you do. And I remember doing that at like teacher conferences and everything. Mm-hmm. And there, You know, a lot of teachers from stress and are fairly heavy, but I was often right up there. I knew that. It's not like I didn't know. But I was at the I've given up phase, right of the I've done diets, I've done Weight Watchers, I did, I've done many different things, tried low carb, tried whatever. And so then I had downloaded on Audible, Jason Fung's book, The Obesity Code earlier, like in 2016, when it came out, or even early 2017, I started listening to it. And then when the first part where it talked about like cutting out processed carbs, like bread, I thought, oh, I can't do this. It wasn't the fasting that I thought I couldn't do. It was the, I can't stick to that. So anyway, I got it back out and I was gardening one day and I said to my husband, I went into a work coma while I was listening to this fascinating science of this is what will happen to your blood sugar. And this is how your body will tap into your blood stores. And so then i said to him okay we have a family reunion on august 1st weekend and then as soon as that's done on the monday i'm starting so thankfully on the monday i had food poisoning so oh, no that was a <laughs> you got food start. poisoning at fast. the family reunion well nobody else did so i don't know uh, what, what. nobody else was sick i don't okay. know if something i ate or I, I was outside who knows anyway i was sick uh, and so for 24 hours so that was a really good <laughs> good you what your body fasting. said you will fast that's and it. everything that's you is going
0: gonna- to come out <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. You said you were going to fast. Guess what? Yeah. So and then that was fine after 24 hours. So I did. Then I started fasting kind of like a, the, the fun way. So lower carb. I don't think I was ever quite keto because I still would have like a pear at my lunch. Or, but I cut out all the white stuff basically, except the ultra processed stuff, all the ultra processed stuff. I cut out also rice, po- potatoes, pasta, any of that stuff. So that was good. And I lost about 50 pounds in nine or 10 months. And then, I don't know, then we went away on vacation in the summer. I went back to Italy. This was with my side of the family. And then I gained, I gained maybe 10 or 12 pounds, but I didn't panic. Because I knew I just was like, I'm going to enjoy I'm in Italy. I am eating pasta. I'm Mm going to eat the bread. And we had breakfast every day because we stayed at a place. It was a company that does tours in the area, in the Abruzzo area. So they served us breakfast as a family. So we had breakfast every day. My sister had started fasting by then because she saw me. And she, a couple of days in, said she didn't want to have the breakfast. She told Chesidia, the cook, that she wasn't going to eat breakfast. But I was like, nope, I'm eating everything. I get it because that that would be, you know, you're in
0: Italy and it's this amazing breakfast. I I understand. not And it was
1: all window worthy. There was no junk, nothing junky, nothing. And so that was great. We had gelato every day. No problem. But then I came back. And the good thing about fasting was even while doing the Dr. Fung fasting, I started taking Sundays off kind of having a longer window. I might have some, I might have pancakes or I might make dessert for dinner. And because my husband kept saying to me through the whole thing, you got to live, not like every single day, but I'd say, oh, we're going to this party and he'd go, Sue, you got to live. Yeah. Right. So the good thing about doing that Sunday extra eating, treat food, whatever, was right on Monday, I always started right back. It wasn't, I was able to break that habit of, oh, I've eaten stuff and I'm going to keep eating. Right. It just, I'd start right back on the Monday. Nope. Back to the way I was eating, the time that I wanted to eat. So for that time, I only did sixteen eight. 8 Okay, for that so I was wondering
0: months. what you were doing because you mentioned that you yep. were doing, you know, fung style. And so yep. I know after I read The Obesity Code, well, that's one right. of the reasons I wrote Delayed On Tonight because he really only – like his whole plan was like alternate daily fasting in the back, so I was backs. like,
1: oh, and it was yeah. in the
0: back and the appendix. And so I wondered if you were doing that, but you were doing 16.8 with a yes. lower carb approach.
1: That's why. So 16.8 Monday through yeah. Saturday, kind of. Yeah. And then s- m- probably more like a 14.10 on Sunday with okay. carby foods, which now I guess would be called carb cycling. But I just right? knew it was, I just knew it was, I'm going to want some treats and some higher carb foods, and this is how I'm going to sustain this. Yeah. And my sister actually jumped into the ADF right away because that's her personality. And so she lost weight faster than I had, kind of caught up with me. But that was fine. It was all good. We're not jealous <laughs> of each other, we just find different ways. And I tried. So then when my weight loss kind of stalled, which was, you know, maybe six months after I lost that 50, I kind of stayed there. Oh, and then my father passed away that year. We had to take oh, I'm care sorry. of him. We. Yeah. We brought him home and we were, my sister and brother-in-law and I, they're both retired and I took a leave and we stayed with him while he was declining and then he passed away. So, you know, I had to give myself some grace around that. And then I tried, and then I did a month of, oh no, that was, sorry, that was the first year I was fasting. And the next year, by a year later, like November of his death anniversary, I was stuck. So then I tried ADF for a little while and that did move things a bit. And then... I felt like I couldn't do it anymore. And sixteen wasn't doing anything. And I was at work one time. uh, People knew I was fasting or intermittent fasting. And are we in
0: 2019 at this point? Yeah, I got messed
1: up there. Yeah, that's 2019. My dad passed in 2018 in the fall. And then a year. So I'm still doing my thing, but maintaining, 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 maintaining. And then at work one day, I remember my friend was getting in the elevator to go to the second floor. And she said, Hey, you're still fasting, right? I said, Yeah. She said, Oh, my sister's doing this. Delay, don't deny. I'm like, what's that? She said, Gin Stevens. I said, <laughs> Oh, okay. So then a while, I'm you know, I'm happy with my Dr. Fung Wei, that's fine. And then a while later, then when I started to struggle, I started to go, well, I don't want to be low carb all the time. And I don't want to do ADF all the time, or like the 42, three times a week and i was finding that hard and like well i but i don't want to stop fasting and then that popped into my head oh let me look up this delay don't deny Who's now at that woman? point were you
0: in the facebook groups yes. for the the fung facebook the groups yeah i, I was got kicked facebook. out of one of those early on it was before I, I'd written my book. They kicked me right out because yep. I said I ate carbs. And then after I left, they mocked me because oh. somebody sent me screenshots, a friend of mine that was in it. This is before I think I'd started any of my groups. I'm not sure, but I don't know. But they mocked me because they were like, oh, I must have had my group by then. But they mocked me because Jen, they said, is, like I said, yep. it was before I wrote any books, was in my carb fueled whatever was gonna regain all the weight plus more and that they'd be laughing then I'm like okay thank you that was anyway yep <laughs> that was not Fung by the way that was people that were moderating that kicked me of out Fung I'm sure I had no
1: idea <laughs> no he's very relaxed like he's like you know you can't lose weight and cookies and whatever like you know that right right he's he right, very. Right. And I listened to a couple of things where he said, yeah, I wish my patients could all eat grass-fed beef, love." It's mm-hmm. not realistic for everybody. Right. Exactly. So he's very – takes into consideration your body, I think. And I think the yeah. moderators – and not even the moderators, the people involved go overboard because that's when – I felt like I got worse after I started joining that – after I joined his Facebook group. Like worse again, in my And again, a mind. lot of
0: them, he wasn't even – he didn't know what was happening in there. So I, I am not no, trashing I fun. don't blame him I love him at Jason Fung. I'm not no. blaming him. No, The only reason I brought that up is because I can remember they were not, at least at the time that they threw me out, they were not willing to hear that someone might be eating carbs. That's all I'm going to
1: say. Right. So that's (laughs) what sent me flying to the Delay Don't Deny group was the last straw for me as I was struggling, struggling, and was somebody saying somebody else. Somebody wrote what they ate, and somebody said, if you're going to keep eating apples, you're never going to be able to lose this weight. Apples. And I thought, I cannot. Like yeah. that wasn't me. This is just me reading someone else's post, and yeah. I thought, okay, I can't be in this group. What's that thing my friend told me about? Oh yeah. yeah. So then I googled it, and nobody is too-
0: overweight because they ate too many apples. I'm just going to put that out there, <laughs> right? Right. But they were. I'm not zealous. saying apples are a great choice for everybody's blood sugar response. Apples right. always make me crash. I don't do well with apples. Oh, but no.
1: that's just yeah. You know. But but it was this was the responder said <laughs> right, right. so i was like i've had enough this is making me mental so i looked for delay don't deny and when i got there one of the first rules was keep your eyes on your own plate yeah don't comment on what other people are eating like you can offer you know have you tried but don't like it was very i thought okay i can relax here and then yeah, yeah it was better and then the delay don't deny community is even better like i love it love it love it check every day i feel yeah. like i've made friends like me too. Friends. Like <laughs> I feel like you're my friend. And, I do too. You
0: know, because I've been following you ever since the Facebook days. I mean, I remember you from the yeah. Facebook days.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. There the, are the people that I remember from back then, lots of them. But you stood out to me then even because oh. you're positive. You were helpful. You were, you had good things to say to other people. And, you know, I'm the oh, teacher. You, you get it. Teachers notice. Yeah. Teachers yeah. notice. Oh. Everybody's talking to everybody else. <laughs> there. But, nice. But, you know <laughs> – it just it needs to be a place where we're all on our own journey. You know, Roxy always says, this is your journey and no one else's. Right. And, and you know how much I love Roxy. Yes, me too. Me too. that That's just such a, a striking thing. You know, it's your journey and no one else's. And the keep your eyes on your own plate was because people would come in and be so, you know – like the don't eat an apple or Jen's eating carbs, we're going to kick her out of the group because it's impossible to eat carbs and lose weight. No, it's not. And it just now there are some bodies that do better with less carbs.
1: Right. I know that. I know that. I know minimal carbs. I know that processed carbs and sugar. I know that they're not good for me. I can feel it. I can tell you know, I'm aware of it. Still part of the struggle, but I am aware of it. Did you see my post by the way in the community that I made this morning? The one about the eating? My blood sugar? Yes, yes, yeah.
0: yes. I, I People who are not in the community, or even if you are, I'm wearing a CGM right now <laughs> from NutriSense. Yes. And I ate yesterday, I ate a bunch of ultra-processed food to open my window because it was around after some friends left it. And my blood sugar went crazy. It was terrible versus the day before I'd eaten. Still, I had chips and I had lo- It was very carb-heavy, but it also had, it was like a Mexican restaurant. My blood sugar was beautiful
1: after nice. eating it. And I it's think- just that
0: ultra-processed food doesn't work well for really for anybody.
1: No, and I think seeing numbers, mm-hmm. I feel like that's more convincing than anything, than going, oh, I feel kind of, well, do I really? What? Yeah. I think when you actually can see something tangible, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Well, it's true. I mean, the day before I had eaten
0: nachos with beans and beef and sour cream and cheese and lettuce and tomato and, and my blood sugar didn't get above like well, I don't know, ninety eight or something. Whereas wow. when I was eating crackers and chips and all that, my blood sugar went up to one forty nine.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's amazing. it's it, the so power. Go, do is do to want see? It? No, we don't do want, I want to. Do not want
1: to do that? No.
0: <laughs> but again, you know, we get to decide and we figure it out. And I knew I didn't feel good after eating that. I just had the confirmation from my, my monitor. So anyway, you showed up in the delayed on tonight community and yeah. and you were glad to be there. So how did that change what you were doing at the time?
1: really what it's done for me is it's let me stay in the game
0: mm-hmm.
1: it lets me maintain my goal so i'm not where i want to be i'd like to lose at least 15 but more realistically i should lose 30 more but whatever but i haven't slipped like i've slipped back a little i've gone up 10 pounds here and there but i know how to control it and the positive attitude of the community really helps me just stay with the, stay in it so yeah. i never go oh i give up on fasting well i'm never going to give up on fasting because this works for me, right? And it makes me feel great. And I'm so much more in touch with my body than I used to be. Like, I know what real hunger feels like when it's hunger that I need to eat. I know that 90% of my struggles are mental. 90%. I rarely have a hunger issue that I can't manage. Well, four years, I've been fasting, intermittent fasting for four years. So I think, I think my body flips to fat burning very easily Mm -hmm. in and out. It's almost never physical unless I have, I'm sick or something, but it's, I want to eat or this will make me feel better. And I still struggle with that. That, Oh, I get it. I'm going to eat this for comfort. I'm going to eat this for, because I'm having a good time with my friends. My friend wants to go to coffee and mostly I'm like, Oh, no problem. Black coffee. But occasionally I'm like, Oh, I want a muffin. Right. Right. So it's just, it really, FOMO, FOMO, but instead of being missing out. Yeah. (laughs) I just think, well, You know what the result of that's going to be. You know, you're going to be a little inflamed, but okay. Where's, you know, so that's what I find that being in the community just lets me stay in the game.
0: Promo code IF Stories 10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's BIOPtimizers.com slash IF Stories. Promo code IF Stories 10.
1: On fasting, so I kind of stayed the same. I up and down, up and down, adjusted to delay, don't deny. Went up a little, down. Pandemic. So at
0: that time, did you change what you were eating? You came into the delay, yep. don't deny community in 2019, yes. and you you stopped with the lower carb, right? Yep. And is, started is eating. It, did you also start fast and clean at that point, or had you yes. been fast and clean? Yeah, no. Okay.
1: I was doing cream in my coffee. No, not creamer, not the sweet regular, right? Hot, like but whipping cr- cream, cream, whipping cream. A little bit of cream in my coffee, but it's funny because I had switched that to take it at like at my first recess at nine fifteen because I used to do it in the morning, but instead I was like, well, I'm just going to drink green tea before school because I don't want to get hungry too soon, yeah, so then I would have then I would push that until nine fifteen, so I was probably only clean fasting from well probably seven thirty probably 14 hours clean. Well,
0: it's interesting that you realized the cream made you hungrier. Yes. Even then. Yes. Even though mm-hmm. they that, that community does say that that's, you know, quote, okay to have, it actually yeah. does make you hungrier. And right. you knew that.
1: Right. But I didn't know, I didn't process why. And right. so, yeah, I started clean fasting. So that was, let's say, August of 2020 okay. is when I started following DDD, when I read your book. And, mm-hmm. and then I, the next- fall I started working online I did online school only because of course we had been sent home in March and we didn't go back and then a friend of mine was going to be the vice principal at the virtual school so I said sign me up sign me up it's my last year teaching and I kind of don't want it to be this sad last year in a classroom wiping down desks making sure people wear masks let me go try something new and exciting for my last year so we had to actually drive to a site 40 minutes away we weren't allowed to work from home at Uh. first so I was fasting most of the day. So doing longer than 16-8, eight, probably eighteen six. I tried some working all day. It was a real process for me to work into longer fasts. So I just kind of floated along, staying the same and then, and up and down, up and down, up and down the same 10 pounds, right? 175 or not even 10, 175 to 181, 175 to 182. Once like I could, I was doing that for a long time. Yeah. But I look at it as considering I weighed over 200 pounds all through my twenties and thirties, I thought, well, my body might need time to go. This is my new set point. Yeah. Right. This is my new set point. So that's fine. So then in My birthday last year, so April 2022. I was like, okay, I've been floating around enough. And also, a little while before that, you advised me in the community maybe to give up on struggling. Just kind of do what (laughs) I can do. Do 18 or 19, try a five hour window, try it that way, a five hour clean window with the clean fast, be mindful of foods, and try not to struggle because I think I posted, I'm frustrated, I can't get anywhere. Yeah, so You thought, were wanting right. to
0: lose more weight and yes. you felt like it should be happening and it was yes. that scale was making you down. Yes.
1: yes. And through all of this, I've been working on my emotional eating and what I found out is if I say I'm not going to have sugar for X amount of time, it totally makes me rebel. Whereas if I say, what's the best health choice for me? Most of the time I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to have this orange or whatever. I don't have it. But as soon as I say thou shalt not eat that, then I'm like, oh, I will. Like, you, know, you can't even tell yourself.
0: Like you tell yourself. There was like a, some, I saw it on Twitter today. It was like – and I'm not much on Twitter, but it was just somebody that I get an email about. But it was like a picture of a clock with a sign that said, do not touch or move this clock. And the tweet was, why do I all of a sudden want to touch and move the clock? And I'm like, yes. yes. As soon yeah. as I see a sign that says, do not touch or move the clock, all I want to do is move the clock and touch the clock. So when you yep. say – I can't eat sugar. And you're like, but that's all I want.
1: That's right. Yeah. So I really struggled with that. Because I know I read the stuff. I understand. I know it's not good for me. So I know all those things. But if I try to make something absolute, then I just get my backup. It's weird, even though it's my own rule. Nobody yeah. told me. So that doesn't work for me. And I keep trying to do it. I keep going, Got Oh, it. a little low carb will get some weight off. And then I do it for a couple of weeks. And then I get so yeah. I need to I get grr. I don't want to do this. So <laughs> I need to I just get it. delay it day by day. Mm-hmm. Just in the in like not have it in the house. Now Christmas, I we had to get rid of Christmas chocolate. and We got rid of it by eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was me yesterday,
0: like I yeah. said, when I was eating all those crunchy snacks. There are also these cookies. Have you ever had Walker's shortbread cookies? Do you know what yes. I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. They are like literally heaven. I don't they know. But I had my, my friend brought those over to my house, and so I had two of them, and I think that's what shot my blood sugar really yeah. through the roof after eating that. But then also all night long, I was restless, couldn't sleep, and then like, you know, I should really just throw those cookies away because I don't like the way I feel, but they're sitting there taunting me, so I, I get it.
1: I know. You and just sometimes hu- have to throw them out. Yeah, I know. My husband bought me good chocolates though for my Christmas stocking. Good ones, really good yeah. ones and I just I just didn't want to. So anyway, it's all taken care of. There's one Toblerone left and I said to him, "Oh, that's yours. That was in your stocking. I won't touch his." Yeah. Like I won't eat his food. But, but did you eat
0: all of yours?
1: Mine's gone. Yeah. 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 Okay. I did throw out. I got some m ms something or other. I don't care about those. They're not good chocolate. Right. So I did. I was able to throw those out and I know that they're all not food. I get it. But anyway, it was delicious. and Now it's gone. So
0: (laughs) will I throw away the Walker's cookies? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I know it's hard. Right. But uh, (laughs) anyway, so the absolute doesn't work. Right. But what works is what are my health goals? right? Right. And I've accepted to sometimes my mental health, sometimes a little chocolate, although I know it's not the solution. Sometimes it will help. Sometimes I I'm like that. a treat, a food treat will help me as long as it's occasional. It's not a big deal.
0: I think that's so important. You know, yeah, that's that's my whole clean-ish philosophy, right? Our mental health and our pleasure is important. Right. And, you know, we can live a life. Like I believe that my body would be really happy if I was whole food plant-based My body loved it. I felt great. I didn't have the pleasure from eating. It got hard. I don't want to avoid dairy. Right. I don't want to do that. And so I'm like, you know what? Here's this perfection. I could live where I might, you know, be better off, but it wouldn't feel as good. And so I'm making the choice. Maybe I'm going to be a little puffier. You know, maybe dairy makes it, but it's okay because I'm enjoying my window so much more. Oh, by the way, I don't think dairy was making my shoulder hurt. I figured out. You know what what changed the most when we moved here? The water I was drinking.
1: Oh.
0: I know that might sound oh. crazy, but no. different municipalities put different things in their city water. Yeah. I started drinking water out of the refrigerator. You know how it has like the on the door where the water yeah. comes out? I was mm-hmm. drinking so much water. I've just bought a water pitcher. I'm filtering it. I really think there was something in there that was like making me achy. That might sound crazy. No. <laughs>
1: oh but I, I did think, some reading and I think it's amazing what you learn it doesn't matter. And it's funny, you talk about it might sound crazy. But like, there are things that I do things that I learned on the intermittent fasting podcast, like I have a red light, I do red light therapy. And I used that on my shoulder, I had a shoulder injury, front and back for 15 minutes twice a day. And that's what budged it. I did physio, I did all Mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. And I said to my husband, I don't care if it's a placebo it's working. Like, I don't care. Well, you know,
0: I did some I'm like, what all changed? What is different? Why did my shoulder suddenly start hurting? And, you know, when we were living in Augusta, we were buying this certain kind of water that was from this dispenser that I drank all the time. And then we moved here and we didn't bring those with us because we had water through the fridge doors. And I'm like, that is one thing that significantly changed. And there were periods of time when, you know, And so I'm like, that is so interesting. And so I started doing some research and certain chemicals that they put in municipal water are linked to certain types of joint pain. And so, yep, I'm drinking filtered water now and the joint pain is gone. So anyway.
1: That is amazing. We'll see. That's
0: amazing. (laughs) Hopefully that'll be it. But, But like you said, mental health is what matters. And even if, you know, dairy gave me a little achiness. Yep. Do I really want to live without it forever? Do you want to never eat another piece of chocolate again?
1: No. I No. no, That's not sustainable for me, to quote my husband. You got to live. But I think there's also that I sometimes have to tell my toddler later, right? Right. Your inner toddler. Yeah, my inner toddler is like, "Ah, I want it. (laughs) But it's really delaying, like fasting. I'm a great – I can fast. Champion faster, no problem. If I'm not eating – then I'm not eating. And then right. that's okay. Like that works great for me. And the boundaries that fasting provides the sense of control. That's what makes the difference for me with that's it. So, so I'm going to keep going. And I lost. So what well, was last May? I decided, okay, my head's straight. I am going to do some more. I'm going to try an ADF protocol. Four, three has always been really hard for me, which is four days of eating, three days of fasting, right? Mm-hmm. I found that really hard. My sister did it and was like, Oh, it's a mindset thing, probably, but by the third day, I was finding it tricky. so I Some tried of it's five physical two. as well, though. You know, yeah. it,
0: going without eating for three days a week is more than somebody's yeah. want to do, and and that's okay.
1: Yeah. So I settled into 5-2. I would fast Monday, to, to the two-night fast from Sunday to eat Tuesday, and then I fasted uh, my second night on Thursday. So I did the two, like, 40, 38 to 40-ish.
0: So you fasted on
1: Monday and Thursday, and then you yep. had up days on Tuesday, on Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday and Friday. Wednesday, I do around an eighteen six 6 usually, between 18 and 19. And then Saturday, I do 22-2, because that's forever been our traditional night to go out for dinner. We used to sing at a church, and we did sing at Mass at 5, and then we would go out to dinner right after with the kids. And so that's always been our time. So we go out Saturday. So I just eat dinner whenever that is. And Sunday I do, I, it's not a 500 calorie meal or anything. So it's not, it's a, you know, regular meal. So Sunday I often do 16, eight, anywhere between 16 to 18. It's more relaxed. Oh, I'm going to eat all my sugar now on Sunday because now I have it kind of whenever I want, when I really want it. I just, that's okay. If I'm having a muffin today, I'm having a muffin, but I'm not going to have it every day. If I do the full fasts, it that would move my weight. So between May and August of this year, or September, no, yeah, no October, wait, May, yeah, October, sorry, May October, I lost another, I took off 15 pounds. Oh, what? Yay. So now I'm at 70 pounds down. Like I said, probably should be 100, but I'd be happy with 85. And I'm just going to keep going. So I took a little break because we went on vacation in December. In November, I just got tired. In November, all of a sudden, one day, I was like, I just I just feel like I can't fast through today. It's a Monday. And I just... So I thought, that's okay. I'm going to try 19.5 or 24 for a while. So what I learned about that is those are good maintenance protocol for me.
0: Okay. So a daily eating window is a great daily maintenance window, protocol. Mm-hmm.
1: Eating any all the things, not going crazy with sugar, but eating... Within reason, all the things is a maintenance protocol for me. So that's good to know. And then Christmas, I went on vacation. I didn't eat breakfast. I just had black coffee. I got up super early because it was in the sun. Because in, here in Canada, it's so dark in December. Ugh. So I got up to walk in the sun. And then I would meet my sister for black coffee an hour later. And then I would go, we'd go to the pool or whatever. So I most days, I think two days I had breakfast. Because my daughters wanted to go. and They don't usually get up that early. So we had breakfast. But probably at like 10. And I didn't worry about it. Also, I stopped counting my fasting hours and started looking at my eating hours. And it's oh. so much, so much easier. It really is. You know, yep. I, you know, I'm working on
0: a new book and actually turned it in yesterday, which is very exciting. Oh,
1: congratulations. I know. I, know. I awesome. just worked,
0: put my head down and worked, worked, worked. Yeah. So that was really yeah. great. Now it's in the hands of my editor and we'll see what happens with that. But in it, I talk a little bit more about the boundary of the eating window, because I it really, you know, when you're trying to calculate your fast length and all of that and get caught up in, well, I'm doing 19.5, so I must make it to 19 or I'm failing. No, you would keep that boundary of the five and the 19 takes care of itself.
1: Right. So now I say if I'm doing a daily eating window, I say, when do I think I'll be stopping eating? And it's usually around 7.30 because we eat dinner at 6.30 ish, you know, so it's usually around 7.30. And I think, okay, so 2.30 is when I want to eat-ish. I now know that real hunger feeling. I totally, not the grumble hunger. Like, I feel it. It's deeper in my stomach. It's sharper. It's like a a different kind of wave. I know that. If I get that, I know it's time for me to eat. Mm -hmm. So I know to do that now. That's super helpful, right? So that's the other thing about fasting is I know things about my body that I totally didn't know. All the inflammation... So over Christmas, my sister's an excellent baker. We spend a lot of time with her family. I eat many, many, many cookies. And yeah, my hands are stiff in the morning, right? You can see it in your face. But I say, oh, well, I don't panic. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get back to it. So January 1, I said, okay, I'm going back to Mm 5'2". And this time I tried the 500 calorie down Down day day. Mm because I never could do it before. But I found that if I eat something hot, because I was always trying salad, like salad, oh. just no.
0: Cold food doesn't do it for me either. I'm with you on that.
1: Even with protein, even mm-hmm. with like, I yeah. just didn't work. But I had, I made myself a really good vegetable beef soup that had around 500 or 400 calories. And then I could have like two clementines and a cup of tea with a little milk that did it. So I did that. And I did see positives. Some of the, I have a Fitbit. So my heart rate variability improved doing oh. that. Which it also did when I did strict five two, strict like the full fast. You know, I'm gonna see, but I'm gonna try a month again doing the longer fast because I just I don't know, my age, my insulin levels, maybe I need it. I did manage in the last push from May to October, my insulin went from I'll try and do it in American numbers. Because <laughs> our, Cause our don't, units I are different. I won't even know, yeah. I think it was like thirteen around oh no, yeah, around thirteen. To just under six.
0: Oh, that's so five point seven
1: or something. So that was in that five months. Or six months. It was six months because and I see so you're a
0: You're doing 5-2. You were doing 5-2. and those. See, that's huge because, you know, there's a lot. You can read a million different opinions about what is the right kind of range. And, you know, some people are like, oh, it should be under 10. Oh, it should be here. Whereas, you know, in America, the normal range goes all the way up into the 20s. And, of course, we know by looking around, normal is not healthy. But I do think looking for that 5 is ideal. You know, yeah. a healthy range versus ideal are not the same thing. We want to right. – want it to be ideal. So the fact that you went from a 13 to a 5.7 shows yep. the power of those longer fasts. And, you know, yeah. if someone is really, really struggling, and if, if they've been listening to this podcast for a while, this isn't the first time we've mentioned it, getting your fasted insulin test done can really give you a clue as to why you might be having trouble losing that fat.
1: Yes. So when I started seeing the doctor for my hormones, for my yep. bioidentical hormone replacement, which was October of 2022, that he does blood work. They do blood work three months while they're working you in and six months after that. And just in, it was June. Yeah. I just, the last I think it was the summer one. I said, can you, no, the, uh, before that, the one before that, because I listen, you guys take yeah. fast insulin, he tests hormones. And I just said to his receptionist would it be possible for me to get a fasted insulin test? And she said, oh yeah, sure. Just added it to my, no problem. Awesome. And so I had, it was like, I can't remember the American, like I said, it was 63, it went to 83. So then I wasn't doing, that's not when I was doing the ADF. So it went up a little, but he was still not alarmed that when it was 13, he was not alarmed. He was like, oh, you know, it's, if it gets to 20, we're going to worry. Okay. I said, what do I do? He said, you fast, right? I said, yes. He said, fast more.
0: That's well, said. I mean, you know what? That's true. The best thing in the world to bring down your insulin level is nothing coming in. The clean fast.
1: Yep, that's what he said. Fast more, fast longer. Okay, All so right. I did, and it I love huge. that from a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge impact on mm-hmm. my insulin. Right, so I'm aware of that now. So this is me over the Christmas holidays going, oh, you're pushing your insulin up, but okay, you're going to recover. <laughs> you're going to be okay. You got the tools. Yes, I have the tools. And so right back at it, and I will get that checked in, I'm seeing him in March. So I'll get that checked again in March, and then I'll kind of keep an eye on it.
0: Yeah, I love it. And also, you know, the bioidentical hormones make a difference in the way your body can manage blood sugar, because it's so interesting watching my journey with my CGM. I've I've worn a CGM- really now three times that I really paid attention. The first time was when I did Zoe the first time. And looking back at that data, my blood sugar was going up to like the 160s regularly. That was before I was doing any hormone replacement. That was not good. And then when I did Zoe the second time, I was also doing whole food plant-based and my blood sugar was going up maybe to the 130s. And and I was like, look, it's the whole food plant-based. I'm doing so much better. Well, this time, now Mm -hmm. that I'm hormone replacement therapy and eating all the foods again, my blood sugar is even better. So (laughs) I think it's the hormone replacement therapy. Some of the the positives I described to whole food plant-based keeping my blood sugar lower because it was Mm -hmm. better in comparison. I really think it's the hormones.
1: Yes. Very helpful. And I know that's another one where I'm still not completely where I should be. I'm just way better than I was. And he's still upping doses. And he's it's a very conservative approach. I'm just using creams. There's no patches, there's no oral. So it's very conservative. But that's okay. I feel I mean, I have no body aches anymore. That's good. I'm sure that's from the hormones like no, my elbows like weird, weird things that you know, have gone because of the hormones. And I still know if I eat too much sugar, I'm waking up not quite a hot flash, but I'm waking up hot in the morning, like I'm heated up I'm not sweating, but I've, you know, I can tell over the holidays again, and like, oh yeah, this is starting. It's all, but I probably wouldn't have noticed that before I was doing intermittent fasting and paying close attention to my body and how I feel, which is the other thing about the DDD community, because a lot of what we talk about is you ask a lot of questions about how does it make you feel? Or, you know, what do you think is working for you as opposed to this is the program. Here are the foods you're allowed to eat and follow it and you'll be fine. That's a huge struggle for me to trust myself to make decisions about my own body. I know that sounds funny, but I'm used to deferring to experts.
0: No, do it doesn't know? sound I'm, funny at all because every single yeah. diet book told us what yeah. to do exactly when to do it. There was a meal plan and what time you were yeah. supposed to have it and what to buy at the grocery store. Right. And so we were used to being like, well, well this is too important for me to figure out right
1: and I struggle with that if I you know I think I posted in the community a while ago about do I have to make my nut waffles or can I just eat a piece of toast because I (laughs) like like I do today I had my for break My Fast I had delicious almond cheese chaffles they were fantastic but that day I don't know if I didn't have enough eggs or I whatever and I was like can I just eat this toast and I'm looking at it like oh, this is a white car, but with sourdough, I mean, it was rye sourdough. I didn't, you know, whatever. But I was like, and I'm like, why am I paralyzed by this decision? (laughs) It's not quite as whole food as the other one. But, you know, I still have other people's voices in my head when I go to eat. So I continue to work on that. And, you know, I did review my journal in anticipation of this podcast a little bit. When I was losing that fifteen pounds, which is now again, I'm now kind of at maintenance. I wrote, I'm eating all the things. Like for me, that mainly means fruit. Like the my main go to carb that I want every day is a piece of fruit, or sometimes two. And so I want maybe some grapes and a clementine. Like I, but not, you like, feel good after you eat them, right? I feel great. I, that's See, not that's
0: the key. That's that's yeah. how you know. Like you know, I'm talking about we're in a CGM or doing Zoe and all of that, and. When it comes down to it, though, those are all just external things that have confirmed what I already knew. I already knew if I ate a bunch of junk, I didn't feel great, right? right. You know, if you go back to delayed on deny, before I'd ever heard the word CGM, and I talked yes. about eating a big baked potato with a ton of butter and sour cream, I felt great after I was eating that. And now yeah. knowing how my CGM data looks, I'm pretty sure I would have pretty steady blood sugar after eating that. Does that mean everybody right. can eat a potato and have great blood sugar? No. No, But I knew I felt good. And tuning into how you feel is is where the power is.
1: Yes. And I have no energy slumps anymore. I can remember coming home from work and thinking, I need a nap and thinking it's just from stress or you're tired. But that changed once I was working and doing intermittent fasting, those even with the cream, those and the lower carb, right? Those slumps went away. I didn't feel the need to do that anymore. And now that I'm retired, I have energy all day. I, I don't wake up as early as you do. I wake up at 7, 7, 7.30, <laughs> go to bed around 10, 30 or 11. I have energy all day. I, if I lie down for a nap, it's because I say, oh, I need to do some meditation or something. It's not because I'm tired or I have a blood sugar slump or it's just, no, I have energy all day, even with fruit. If I eat fruit, like it's, no, I feel great. I feel so well. <laughs> That's, that's important.
0: That's it. And so, you know, you can trust yourself even without a CGM, even without doing Zoe, even without whatever, you know how you feel and you know, when you feel good. And if you're having steady energy and feeling good, you know it. And that's where the power is. I mean, it's nice to have these tools that confirm it. It really was powerful for me to see what happened when I ate all those, you know, cookies and things. But then again, in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep and I was very, very restless. Yes. I was like, well, there's my body telling me That's again. right. Right. I mean, yeah. I already know this, but. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. I sometimes think that. I must be a slow learner. Well. Why I this? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I just, it's learning to trust myself and to, it's okay to follow my own rules based on education, knowing what I know and making the decisions I make. I'm the boss of me. <laughs> right. No one you else. Are. So. You are. And. You know, you talked about
0: before about your inner toddler. And sometimes we have to parent that inner toddler because if you had an actual toddler, would you give that toddler a whole bag of cookies and say, go? (laughs) No. Would you? You wouldn't. You would not ever give your toddler a bag of cookies. And so you, you have to sometimes parent yourself gently yes. and say, no, this is not going to be good. I know that's that right. better your brain knows be- that's right. <laughs> better what that's to right. say. So that's right. It's not always All easy truth. though. Right?
2: No. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
1: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have?
0: Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion. You're rolling along. You're back on the 5'2 right now. Yep. And it's feeling good.
1: And I might lose. I'm at my high school weight now. Obviously. And I'm having trouble breaking through. There you go. I was already obese in high school. But I'm at my high school weight because one of the diets I do remember was Weight Watchers. And I think it was grade 11. So I would have been like, what, 16, 15, 16 in there. And I was 164. Because I remember it on the little front of my booklet. Right. And I got down to 124. That wow. go. And I remember when I started gaining, the leader looked at me when she weighed me in and said, oh, no, not you. You're my superstar.
0: Oh, my God. And for a pleaser like me and you, that uh-huh. probably was like she punched you in the <laughs> face, right?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that is,
0: that's the worst thing to say to someone who wanted to please you, and now they're not. Now you're, yeah. you're not only
1: a failure, Sue, but you're making her upset. That's right. Right. You let her down. When I read or when I listened to Dr. Fung's book and I listened to him say – it's not your fault that you went on diets and gained it back. You ruined your metabolism by being on the diet and then your body craved more food and it made you gain the weight back. And I cried when I heard that because I felt like it's not my fault. Like, yes, I choose, chose to eat things that weren't good for me, like a little bit my fault, but it's not all my fault and it's not like I could have fixed it by just eating carrot sticks and whatever forever. It was no. not sustainable.
0: I mean, our body sends us the signals when, when it thinks we're starving, yep. it ramps up. The right. hunger hormones and, yeah. you know, ramps down the satiety hormones because it is trying to get you to eat more. whenever trying to keep you advanced, alive. Trying to keep you alive. Right. And so it's really hard yeah. to go against your body's signals. Like try to hold your breath for the rest of your life until you die. You can't do it. Eventually right. your body starts taking in oxygen. You can only fight your body so long. And you know, when you're over restricting and those powerful urges come in, you know, some people are probably better at just powering through them, but it's not easy. No, it's not easy to fight your body.
1: Yep, no, I'm at sure. least not
0: long term. So I love that you're at your high school weight and we'll yep. see what happens next.
1: I'm going to make this next month uh, just for February. I'm going to do five, two plus my short OMAD Saturday. I don't have any theater because we often have something during the week where my schedule gets messed up. I don't have anything to mess me up this month. I'm just going to give another little push and try to be mindful of my health goals when I'm eating. And, you know, if I have dessert on Valentine's Day, I'm going to have it if I want it. But I mean, I'm not, not on just a random Tuesday.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. I keep making decisions about how am I going to feel when I'm trying to sleep. I don't want to have restless legs. Yep. So, <laughs> And it's all about just feeling good and finding the balance of, of what can I eat and still feel good because that is the goal. And that's where the power comes in. Yes. Yes, it does. I love that.
1: So how's your sister doing? She's still fasting? She's the same kind of thing up and down. She will go through eating periods. She has five grandchildren and oh. she does a lot of looking after them for emergency purposes or just for fun purposes. And so she gets really busy and they have a cottage so on a lake. So in the summer, that's kind of party time. So she's similar. She kind of rolls up and down a little, but she totally, if she reins it in, it's three days a week fasting, and then she can get back down to where she wants to. She's never been at the exact goal number, but pretty close. Like she wanted to lose 20 more pounds, I think, but healthy. She's quite a bit older than I am. She's 60. I don't want to get this wrong. 67, let's say. Oh, I
0: know. If I had to say the ages of my siblings, I yeah. would be wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's 11 years older than I am. So I'm 56. She's 67. So yeah. So she's doing well. And I mean, I talk about our community. She's not a joiner for that kind of thing. She's got a different personality. That would not be her idea of enjoying like reading posts that were supporting people. That wouldn't be her thing. But she is always grateful. She's like, I'm so grateful that you found fasting. And she was always a black coffee drinker. So oh, she would have been good. clean fasting from the beginning.
0: Yeah. That's the stumbling block for a lot of people, the black coffee. So I if you're know. already a black coffee drinker, then hallelujah. It makes it so much easier. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. That's exactly right. So what are some other things that have changed about you? Because I know, you know, you just have this feeling of ease about you right now.
1: I do. I do now. I don't have that any, there's no more panic. Since you kind of talked to me about the struggle and it really hit me at the right time that I'm not going to change that I'm a faster. I'm going to keep doing this. So I'll just keep tweaking. And if sometimes my tweak's not working for weight loss, I'm still staying healthy So I have those NSVs that I Oh, I love that. I would love to hear your non-scale victories. Number one is I love vegetables now. I love them. And listening to Dr. Tim Spector and saying, you know, 30 vegetables a week, I've started to keep track of that, try new things. I roasted some fennel the other night. I had not done that before. So I love them. I used to hate them because I think they were just diet food. But now they're delicious.
2: That is so true. Yes.
1: you and I got that
0: little rebel in us a little bit, yeah. but it was always the thing that we felt like we were forced to eat. Like you have right. to eat this, but well, uh, if right. you're telling me I have to, I don't want to. No. Right. But <laughs> yeah. now I want to. Because they're delicious. And
1: yeah. Yes. I don't eat sugary, carby foods on their own. I following glucose goddess. And mm-hmm. if I do eat that muffin that I talked about and I don't, if I eat that, I'm going to put some nuts with it because I literally feel it in my stomach and my energy mm-hmm. levels. So I don't that's a health thing. I just don't want to. I look at food like that. My eyes go, ooh. And my stomach actually goes, ah, that's going to make us (laughs) feel bad. So I don't eat.
0: (laughs) And her book is called The Glucose Revolution. And it's a really good book. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very interesting. I go for walks now because I like it. I like to move my body for pleasure, not for any kind of weight loss exercise torture. I don't have to move at speed. I get out into the light. And I think that came from fasting, just letting myself enjoy movement because it was hard to move before it was hard to tie my shoes before right my skin tags are gone those fell off in the first five months I'd say I can run up and down the stairs I used to send a kid to get me stuff yeah my children I'd be like can you go up and get my whatever and they would get it for me now I just get up and run and get it my heart rate is in the 60s now my resting heart rate mid 60s most of the time I can get up and down off the floor, play with my dog, get up, get down, waiting for those grandchildren. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've had issues with plantar fasciitis. I had it before I fasted. It, it left and it came back. Cause I think I was trying to do a more vigorous exercise, more like a speed walking. And I think I hurt my foot. Ah. But again, as soon as I cut out processed food, ultra processed foods, it immediately gets better. So that's good. I don't have that sense of despair If I gain a couple of pounds, I just know what to do. I'm at peace with food. It's a huge deal. Airplane seat, check. Theater seat. The first year we went to the theater, my sister and brother-in-law and my husband and myself, we would sit. My sister and I would sit together and our hips would touch through Mm -hmm. the sides of the seats, right? And then the next year when we went back, my sister's like, ah we got space between us. Love that. Of us, there's space between us. So now if I sit next to someone at the theater, I don't have to worry that I'm squishing into their space. I have tons of energy. I feel calm. I have the numbers to prove my insulin's better. And yeah. Oh, I was not self-conscious on the beach.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I know I'm still a round person, but I, it's just, I felt like, first of all, nobody's really looking at me or cares, but I feel you know, normal middle aged pudgy don't feel too bad about it. <laughs> right. You know, that's
0: like me. I've got cellulite, but I had that from the minute I hit puberty. That my that's how the women in my family are made. I'm just gonna wear my bathing suit on the beach and
1: Yeah. Nobody I really cares. but nobody,
0: nobody cares. So and if they do, then I don't care what they think. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Honestly. That's right. So <laughs> because you know, our bodies are what they are. And you get a lot farther loving your body. And recognizing how much it's done for you
1: than hating it. Absolutely. And that getting in touch with it through intermittent fasting is life-changing. Knowing what your body is feeling and wanting to love yourself that way through good eating and taking care of yourself. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And eating the foods that nourish your body because you like them and because you know it nourishes your body, not because you have this diet sense of obligation to do so. Absolutely. I think that makes the most difference of all. So do you talk about intermittent fasting with other people in your life other than your sister? Oh,
1: obsessively all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they get sick of I can see the look in my daughter's eyes when I start to talk Uh-oh. about my fasting protocol. She's uh-huh. like, okay, mom. Yeah, my sister. I've had quite a few friends at work who started uh, fasting. My husband joined me doing sixteen eight. He doesn't eat breakfast anymore he lost some weight and also some waist size in particular. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, no, I talk about it with anybody. Any, any, If the door opens a crack, I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like Oh, that, that sounds happens. like someone
0: who could like to hear about fasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think about it as, you know, maybe they're not going to be receptive, but maybe they will. And yep. maybe this will change their life too.
1: That's right. And if they yeah. don't want to, um, my good friend says she's tried it and she finds it too hard and I just say, well, like, it doesn't have to be for everybody, but then I just think, just keep looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> just keep watching me shrink a little, and yeah. you might change your mind.
0: Well, I'm I'm watching my dad, and I don't know. But the last time we chatted, but we texted, he's really he's finally gotten a CGM. He has type two diabetes, and he's watching his numbers come down now that he can finally see them. He's like really, he's like, oh, he's seeing that connection <laughs> more and more. But he started doing like a, a known diet plan that you would have heard of, and right. he texted me. and He's like, my weight is down. I'm doing great. My numbers are better. I'm like, now, what would happen if you just started eating at noon?
1: Right,
0: <laughs> and he nudge, didn't nudge. reply. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> I put it out there. And I, I'm yep. like, "Come on, Dad, pick it up, pick it up." So we'll see. Yep. That would be we'll like see. so exciting. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm Jen Stevens. Yeah, neither of my parents when you will say do that. it. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm Jen Stevens. That makes me laugh. <laughs> but you know, I hope that he's I get listening, it. <laughs> right? I, I, hope, get it. I hope that he's like he heard that little nudge because yep. he's suddenly, I think, realized, huh? You know what? If I don't do something, this is not going to, you know, be good. <laughs> so exactly. he's taking some interest and making some choices. So if he told oh, yeah. me he was eating in an eight-hour window, I would just be like the happiest person on the earth. I love Absolutely.
1: my dad. <laughs> yep, my dad had diabetes as well, and once he got his diet controlled, he was he lost all kinds of weight, and he was told not diabetic anymore. Not with wow. fasting, right? He didn't know about it, but with control, you know, of yeah. his diet and a little more movement, so. I well, hope your dad listens. And- I hope
0: he does, too. I've been talking about it for a long time. But, you yes. know, my stepmother, his wife, she's now eating in, in an eating window-ish, yeah. and yeah. she just drinks black coffee. So that's really exciting, and she's lost a lot of weight. And I don't know that she says she's fat. I mean, you know.
1: You can't <laughs> be too Even though you're Jen Stevens, you're just gin right. to
0: them. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I was, they... they you just <laughs> changed gym. my diaper. They know Yeah, that. yep, yep. <laughs> they know all the things I did growing up. But you know, it's still it's nice to think that people people are listening a little bit and family can be the hardest to talk to, even for me. No doubt. Yeah. Well, I, I really look forward to continuing to follow your journey. And I know that I will because <laughs> you're in the community and you're there I'm all there. the
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good with it. It takes me, if, I know I'm four years in and there are a few days where I go, how come this person lost 85 pounds in, in like and Wendy Takino? I'm looking at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. how come you lost, you know, whatever in a year and you were able yeah. to, and then I think it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what she it's did. Your it, doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter. I'm happier and healthier now than I was. And I'm super confident I'm going to stay that way. And I then I'll that. just nudge my, hopefully I can nudge my weight down. But even if I don't, I'm so much healthier now. I'm pretty healthy. What did you say? You're about 70
0: pounds down. Yes. And you've gotten to your high school weight. Yes. That is a lot. That is saying something. And, you know, you have no fear that you're going to suddenly balloon back up. And that's the part that's different. No,
1: I'm not hanging on by a toenail to this lifestyle. I'm I'm fully comfortable in this lifestyle and going to stay here and maybe lose a little more. Love yep. that. Yeah. Well, we are
0: almost out of time. So what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started?
1: I think I mentioned before the boundaries of fasting are going to let you feel like you have control, Yeah. where you might feel out of control with your eating. The boundaries of just hitting the hours make you feel in control. And then if you carry on with it, it will take you to a place where you can keep what you've accomplished. Like yeah. it's sustainable. That's why maybe I didn't lose... 85 pounds in one year and am at my goal weight but i'm not afraid i'm not ever going oh no i'm gaining weight i'm gonna weigh 200 pounds again i it's sustainable and this lifestyle will you keep the gains that you make
0: mm-hmm. yeah your, your body that's my advice. your body can just keep going and you've got the tools yeah. in your toolbox whenever you need them that's right Well, Sue, thank you so much for sharing your story today. And as I said, I look forward to seeing what happens next. And I know that I will.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Jen. You're a lifesaver. Do you have an intermittent
0: fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate,